This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We return to Pot Friends Month here at WIS. The team at Omniverse is hard at work on the next installment of the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program. So, to help you while away the hours, we've done something wily. We've made up an occasion that we're calling Pot Friends Month, during which we share our airwaves with some of our favorite audio drama creators and collaborators to give you a taste of shows we love, which we hope you'll love too. Oh, uh, I've actually been handed a little update to share uh, on the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program front. Uh, It seems that over on the Omniverse Patreon, they've released a pre-sound design assembly of the first episode of the next series. That is, uh, all the performances uh, without the music or cinematic sound design. Interesting. Uh, I guess the uh, next installment is indeed well on its way. And so if you are hungry for a taste of things to come, you can head to patreon.com slash omniversemedia to dig in and support our fine programming. Though tonight, our fine programming is not our fine programming at all. Tonight, we're serving you up something strange. And I do mean stranger than usual, if you can believe it. (laughs) We're excited to bring you a show imported from all the way across the pond, and we are delighted to introduce you to a singular figure in the world of the occult and esoteric, the exotic, the eccentric, the, frankly, a little alcoholic, but who am I to judge, Madame Magenta. In her program, Madame Magenta Sonos Mystica, you'll get up close and very personal with the not-quite-famed, not-quite-best-selling author and her pusillanimous husband, Bernard, as Magenta cracks open her tell-all novels, exploring her adventures as a psychic, a chaos merchant, a seller of snake oil, a dispenser of accidental wisdom, a new-age love guru, and a hustler who just so happens to have genuine contacts on the astral plane. Come for the colorful tales, and stay for the fortune-telling, as Magenta wields the power of bibliomancy to answer your burning questions and brightens your drab and dreary world with her particular and peculiar brand of practical magic. You can subscribe to Madame Magenta Sonos Mystica via your favorite podcast app and find further details at longcatmedia.com. Please be advised, this story contains harsh and lurid language, bodily functions, sexual situations, and drug and alcohol use. And now, on with the show. 
Long Cat Media presents Madame Magenta, Sonos Mystica. Oh, uh, chapter one. <coughs> have we started, Bernard? Uh, uh, yes, we have, yes. Greetings, fans of the esoteric. Did that sound too hysterical? I'll do that again. Greetings, fans of the esoteric. My name is Madame Magenta, and I'm a psychic, a medium, and a healer. I was shoving crystals up my yoni long before Gwyneth gooped all over us, but that's not all I am. I'm also a cabaret artiste, an author, a lover, a wife, a cousin, an armchair epidemiologist, a breeder of ferrets. I am what you might call a renaissance woman. By which I mean I'm a little bit fat and I'm often naked. <laughs> do you get it, Bernard? Uh, yes, I do, yes. Do you get it? It's a joke. Uh, yes, it's very funny. Did you it? understand what I was doing? I did, yes. The double meaning of Renaissance, you see, yes, that. Yes, yes. Renaissance men, they have a lot of skills. That's they? right, yes. And yes. Renaissance paintings, they're full of fat, the, naked the, women. The, the, yes, that's right, yes. Men get to have all the skills and women get to be naked, plus a change. <laughs> anyway, a little art history humour to start us off there. Why am I doing this? Oh, yes. My apologies. This is an audiobook. You'll see I've lost a lot of revenue streams recently because of this bloody pandemic. And like every other psychic and medium, I don't make much money doing those 0800 psychic number things because I've been told I have an off-putting phone manner, which is, frankly, a load of f***ing shit, stupid f***ing bastards. They could all get f***ed, quite frankly. Bunch of c***ds. I normally make money in a more one-to-one sort of way. Hands-on capacity and social distancing has ruined that. I tried. To, I did try to go more online. I did a, a Skype Reiki healing session the other day. I won't tell you too many details because client confidentiality and all that. But in the session, I pressed my hands against the screen and my client pressed the area of their body that needed healing against their screen. And it was horrific. An image that will haunt me forever. It was hemorrhoids, Bernard. No. Yes, they wanted their hemorrhoids healed. Oh. Diane from next door, you oh, know. Oh, God, that's awful. She could have shown me over the garden fence instead of pressing her anus against a webcam like some sort of demented cat. Anyway, all right, back to this. So, yes, I need to find another revenue stream. That's what I'm trying to say here. And it suddenly occurred to me, I wrote a book in 2014. Two books, actually. You can find them on Amazon. If you want to read along with this, you could get your children to read along with it. We could call it homeschooling. <laughs> Why not? So the first book is called Magenta is the Warmest Colour, and the second is Madame Magenta and the Arcati Killers. Do Google them. I had to Google the titles myself as well. I'd forgotten what they were called. I wrote them while microdosing on magic mushrooms, you see, so I can't remember a single word I wrote. So this will be as much of a surprise to me as it is to you. I say microdosing, but if 0.5 of a gram does you good, can you imagine how wonderful you feel after a whole bushel of mushrooms? Is it a bushel? What's the collective noun for mushrooms, Bernard? Uh, a throng. A throng of mushrooms? Yes, I think. Are you think making so. this up? Make... Shut up, Bernard. Oh, my husband Bernard is recording this, aren't you, dear? Yes, dear. Yes. So this won't be a typical audiobook. It'll be much more dynamic because I'll be chatting to Bernard. We might discuss what we're going to have for tea and I'm going to cut the shit bits out of the book as I go. I might do the hoovering while I read. Why not? And I'll definitely be having a drink. So drink along with me. Let's make this bearable. Oh, yes, so today's, today's cocktail... So make it yourself at home and drink along. Today's cocktail is called the Gum Clinic. 
It's four shots of tequila, two sticks of juicy fruit, and a glassy cherry. Right, let's get started on this book. Here we go. Magenta is the warmest colour. Can you put a little musical fanfare in there? Uh, yes. Good, thank you. Right, here we go. Ahem! Magenta rumbles Oprah Winfrey, soft brown eyes smiling, lips doing likewise. We're all desperate to know, when did you first realize you could speak to the dead? I inhale deeply and leave a pregnant pause, stroking the silk of my chongsam and gazing thoughtfully into the middle distance. The tension builds in the studio as the silence lengthens. Someone coughs. Oprah shifts uneasily. A crisp bag rustles in the distance. I count ten bananas in my head and abruptly snap my gaze back to Oprah. She gasps briefly with alarm as the throbbing intensity of my orbs pins her to the seat. If I remember correctly, Oprah, I intone tonefully, it was in the womb. I began communicating with the spirits before I was even birthed into the material plane. Oprah. My father, herbalist, weed smoker, white witch, bullshit artiste, masseuse, pervert, once told me the importance of using the other person's name as much as possible in conversation if you want to establish a connection. My father was very good at making connections and was often on antibiotics as a result. You remember being in the womb, Oprah queries? Of course I remember, doesn't everyone? I trill, throwing my head back to laugh, the feathers of my turban brushing the back of my neck sensuously. I laugh for quite a while and then worry that I'm overdoing the bonhomie. It's such a fine line between charming and psychotic. I snap my head back into an upright position and adopt a serious expression. Oprah chuckles, confused and uncomfortable, just how I like it. I personally don't remember being in the womb, Oprah says. Perhaps your brain works in ways that we, she gestures towards the moronic-looking studio audience, cannot begin to understand. Magenta, you're clearly an extraordinary woman. But Magenta, tell me. She's doing it now too, caressing my name repeatedly with her mouth. The connection has clearly been forged. We'll be dry-humping by the end of this interview. How is it possible to communicate with dead people when enclosed in a womb? Renewed tension in the studio as they wait for my answer. God, it's such a rush. People care desperately about what I'm saying, even though it's total rubbish. Still, if there's one thing I've learned from years of fortune-telling and lounge singing, it's this. If you want to get away with something, do it big, do it bold, do it with conviction, and wear clean underpants because you're about to get lucky. That's metaphorical. I wasn't communicating with spirits that existed outside the womb, Oprah, I say, making it up on the spot, as usual. My voice takes on a dreamy quality. It also helps to glaze the eyes slightly, as if you're peering through the veil between worlds. I had spirit company in the womb. Oprah furrows her brow. Not a believer in Botox, I see. Very commendable. A spirit in your mother's womb. Who was this spirit? Oprah prompts. I pause again. I drop a lot of loaded pauses into my speech. It tends to unnerve people, not to mention giving one valuable thinking time. I had a conjoined twin, Oprah. Pause. 
one who did not develop as I did. Pause. He passed to the other side while still a mere dot of existence, a tiny collection of cells, and yet part of his physical body remains. You can still see the remnants of him right here. I gesture to the beauty mark on my cheek that I'd penciled on earlier that afternoon in the bogs. A profound hush descends upon the studio. We continued to communicate in the womb after his passing, and his spirit is still with me to this day. In fact, Oprah, he is my spirit guide, and he's sitting right next to you. I look at an area on the sofa to the right of her lap. There, on that cushion, Oprah. Oprah involuntarily flicks her eyes to where I indicated, her mouth forming a perfect O. A silence you could dip a crudite in fills the room. Oh, yes. They bloody love it, all of them. Look at their faces. They're torn. Torn between believing me and wanting to buy my book, and not believing me and still wanting to buy my book. Excellent. I relax back into my chair. The battle already won. Magenta, I need a wee! Shouts my husband, Bernard. Do you want to do this bit, Bernard? Uh, uh, Go on. Yes. Magenta, I need a wee. Go on. Magenta, I need a wee. Oh, God, you can't even be yourself, can you? I'm sorry. Never mind. Oh, for God's sake. It's hardly the time. I can't wait any longer, he squeals. Squeals. I I can't wait any longer. Oh, that's more like it. That sounds like you. Well done. I sigh heavily. All right, come in then. The door's open. Bernard bursts through the bathroom door, unzipping his trousers. Sorry, he says, releasing a stream into the toilet bowl. If you're confused by the narrative turn this has taken, don't worry. It all becomes clear in a moment. While he's occupied, I modestly arrange a couple of rubber ducks around my chest region and a flannel over the undercarriage. Even after 19 years of marriage, I think it's best not to get too blasé about nudity. How's he going to get excited in the bedroom if he's seen everything casually swinging around all day? Unfortunately, he doesn't seem to take the same approach with his willy. You don't mind, do you, Bernard, being a little bit open? Well, We're uh, very open with each other, you see. It's, it's very necessary. Communication is the key to a healthy relationship. Am I right? Well, and mean, now we have a healthy relationship with the world. Isn't that wonderful, Bernard? Uh, 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 yes. So, uh, where was I? Um, sighing with relief, Bernard turns to me, his ding-dong still in his hand. Put it away, Bernard. Oops, sorry, and sorry to interrupt your bath, my love. Go on. Oops, uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt your bath, my love. It's fine. You couldn't go in the kitchen sink again, could you? Not after the neighbours saw you last time. Our kitchen window looks directly into their living room. Good for casual spying, not so good for spontaneous nudity. I continue. Although you did interrupt a rather good fantasy I was having. Oh, yes, he says. Oh, yes. Put it away, Bernard. He still stood there gripping Mr. Bumble. Sorry, he says. Sorry. Clearly not sorry, and finally zips himself up. I sometimes wonder if he's oblivious or just perverted. Not that I mind the latter too much. Bernard's imaginative approach to naughty business has been instrumental in my work as an internet psychic love guru. Oh, that's work I'm still doing during the lockdown, so do get in touch if you need any help. Hand me a towel, would you, my love, I say, hoisting myself upright, the water cascading off my fabulous body. I truly have an excellent figure. Wonderful bosom, a bottom you could fall asleep in. It's not fashionable to say so, I know. I imagine I'm supposed to be wasting time and energy weeping over a rice cake. Instead, I am a bountiful, bouncing, bumtastic goddess. Lucky, lucky Bernard. Actually, 
That's an interesting point. I read this in 2014, and self-love was still in its embryonic state, wasn't it? In fact, it might have been me who started the whole movement off. Anyway, back to the book. Bernard's looking at me quite intensely now as I stand like Venus in the bath, his glasses slowly fogging up. I imagine it's giving him that effect that Captain Kirk gets when he looks at a foxy space lady, all soft focus and shimmering femininity. He's certainly taking his time handing me the towel. Hmm. Fancy a ride, say I, and off we trot to the boudoir, the ghost of Oprah left to evaporate with the suds. There, chapter one. What do you think? Did you like the little narrative flourish where you thought I was talking to Oprah and it turns out... It was a fantasy all along. Yes, it's very, very clever. Yes. yes, it is clever. You see, you have to do that early on in a book to say, this is what you've got to expect. This is why you've got to engage your brain. I don't want some lowbrow audience not concentrating. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Good. <laughs> right. Right. That's, how long was that? About 13 minutes, dear. Oh, God. Feels like a lifetime. Shall we leave it there for now? Yes. So, um... That was chapter one. There's, I don't know how many chapters there are. I got a bit confused when I was numbering the chapters. So I think, so I've repeated like chapter 24 about four times. So I I, I don't know how many chapters there are, but it's 200 pages. So what do you reckon? I can, I'll speed read some of them so it doesn't take too long. And then we got the second book. Jesus Christ. All right. Yes, that'll do. Okay, come back if you'd like to hear more. Right, right you are. Goodbye. Madame Magenta was created and performed by Lindsay Sharman, with Lawrence Owen as Bernard. Music and sound design by Lawrence Owen. Artwork was by Claire Lafar. You can follow Madame Magenta on Twitter at Madame Magenta UK. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can support it by going to coffee.com forward slash longcatmedia. That's ko-fi.com forward slash longcatmedia. For more information about this podcast, as well as our flagship drama series, Mockery Manor, please visit longcatmedia.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. I'm Jonathan Pezza, the creator of the Curious Matter Anthology. And I'm betting you've probably never heard anything like our show. adapt stories from authors like Philip K. Dick, Andre Norton, and Robert Block into binaural audio movies that transport you to new worlds. That's it? You're banned for life? What's with you Braxians? Please, seriously. I told you downtown was a bad idea. In our brand new season, we explore farther into the what-ifs. You think, in these instances, that somehow simply by believing things are different, they changed. Doubt. I don't follow. I doubt something, and um, they don't change, per se. They cease to ever have been. We delve deeper into the realms of horror and science fiction. 
nerves of steel, boys. James, sir. Please. There is no need for this. I do not believe that whatever that is can understand you. Robert, I know you are in there somewhere. If you are, we are... Ah! Made it through the barrier! It's gone over me! It's dragging him out! Available wherever you listen to podcasts. So sit back, grab your popcorn, and listen to the Curious Matter Anthology today.